Here we go. Hey, fans, viewers, and listeners. Welcome to another exciting episode of Fight Inside Podcast. I'm your co-host for today, Rain Cruz, also known as Ringside Rain, ring announcer for Up Next Fighting. And with me, as always, is Timmy B. Before we get things started, please do follow and subscribe to Fight Inside Podcast to get the latest news and updates from our show. Our first guest today is the man we've been talking about for weeks ever since he received a bonus at 1FC for his translation services. Then we will talk with the reigning flyweight champion who defends his title at UNF 14 this Saturday, December 2nd, where they have the best darn ring announcer alive. Wow, thanks, Tim. Plus, we will discuss Ian Gary and why Timmy B has been getting murdered on Instagram for his views on women. Stick with us for more right here on Fight Inside Podcast. So what are we waiting for? Tim, hit it! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Fight Inside Podcast. There's no other way that I can introduce this than just saying this is this first guest made us cry multiple times on this podcast when this happened. And I'm going to show it here for the fans and listeners who haven't been watching the last few weeks. This happened at 1FC. Yes. I can't, I can't watch that enough, Rain. Uh, that scene was absolutely beautiful, and we are so honored and privileged to have the translator for 1FC here with us today, live from his home in Thailand. Rain, please welcome Frank Chai-Wit-Jin-Wanich. Hey Hello, guys. Hi, how are you? Hello, Frank. How are you, sir? Doing good, doing good. Thank you. Very honored to be here. Oh, it is a it is a huge honor for us, Frank, and thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Uh, when I was playing that video, I saw you touching your heart as as I played it. How many times have you watched that, Frank? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's uh, on on the first uh, the day after I got that bonus, I I couldn't even like turn on my social media feed because like I was crying so much that night. And uh, I I feel like I'm, I'm a little bit embarrassed too to like actually receive that that bonus. And after that, I've been a lot of people have been tagging me, so I saw that a couple of times. But I try to keep away from it because otherwise I'm gonna cry again. <laughs> Frank, can I tell you when I saw when I saw it first? I saw it online because I wasn't watching the event live as I normally do for One FC. I normally watch all the events. I wasn't watching, it and I saw it come up as a clip, and I thought. Oh, this is really strange. And I it it didn't hit me emotionally when I saw it the first time. And I was like, oh, this is weird. Why are they giving the translator the, the bonus, you know? And then I watched the live event. And I'm telling you, Frank, the tears came in. Because truly, you are there all the time at the events. Like, you're there all the time. You know, you are the voice of all the fighters there. And especially for that Thailand crowd, right? Um, 
how important was it for you that uh, that it happened? Like, like you would have never expected this to happen, right? No, no, never. And I would never dream to to receive a bonus like that. And uh, I always thought that you know, it the fighter deserves it. Like, like even now, I feel like. Uh, it's a great bonus, but I feel like there's a lot more fighters that they went through hardship to get there, right? Uh, I'm, I'm just a translator, but but to receive a bonus like that is is really good as well. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. I, Rain, what did you think when you saw? It? Because I know you've been tearing up at this all the time too. I know. I you know I don't know you personally. This is the first time I'm meeting you, but it I felt very very happy for you. Your reaction was genuine. And it's just, it's, it's a raw moment, you know, just seeing you like burst into tears down on your knees. It's, oh, it's amazing. I can watch it over and over again. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Uh, in, in that, in that moment, like I, I literally like thought that I was in like, they pranking me or something. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't even know what happened. Like, like why, why would they give me a bonus? Like that's, that's my first real reaction is that, is it really for me? Is there somebody behind me? Because you, uh, if you watch the show, you know that sometimes we also give out a, a super fan bonus of a hundred thousand baht, which I thought that is the case, and and so I try to like you know put things together in my head. Like, wait, did he say my name? But they give a bonus. Is that is that something that even possible? Yeah, yeah, well, that, yeah. That's the thing. Like, can you imagine? Because you're like. Sometimes even Frank, when we're doing this podcast, there's times when like the guest will say something or Rain will say something. And I don't even really catch it at the time. Like when I watch it back, I'm like, oh, that's what they were saying. Sometimes it's hard in that moment. So yeah, I could think like for you, you're like, well, why would I ever receive a bonus? Did they say my name? Was that me? And then you're on your hands and knees crying and you're like, wait, what if it's not for me? That would be a great moment then. <laughs> yeah, they'd be like, uh, Frank, can you get up and translate this, please? Like, what's going on? Uh, I do want to say, though, Frank, you know, when we were talking about it, we, you know, as we kind of kept thinking about it and talking about it, I was like, yeah, wait, Frank, to all the, the millions of people that watch, you are the voice of all the fighters, of everything that goes on. You're the voice. So people that watch 1FC, like, you're the voice of everybody. So you are such an important part of that show. And I do want to say, I reached out to my friend Celeste Hansen, who's a Muay Thai fighter for 1FC. You must know her. Uh, she said, uh, I'd like to thank Frank for his amazing energy and hard work every single time. He gives 100%. And thank you for allowing Thailand to understand what we are saying. He deserves all the amazing things he receives. So that's from uh, Celeste Hansen. And I think that that definitely is probably something that's echoed by every one FC fighter out there. Um, mm. when, it, when it happened, what was the response from the fighters and stuff backstage? Like what happened afterwards? Everybody must have been in shock. Right. When I, when I got the bonus, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, there's a lot of people who can congratulate me on, on I when I received the bonus. And uh, I'll... I, well, it's still, it's still like a, it's not really a dream come true. I, I still couldn't believe that it happened. But yeah, but a lot of fighters has been coming up to me and saying, oh, now Mr. Samsan Hamwinbad, he got his own Samsan Hamwinbad. Basically, like, the guy who gave up the bonus got the bonus now. And, uh, and uh, there's a lot of fighters, yeah, 
coming up to me and saying good things to me and 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 things is great like like I, i've been reading all the fans comments uh they really uh thought that i should receive this bonus and uh, it's made me feel like okay maybe i uh maybe i work and then I, i do deserve it but still deep in my heart i still feel like this bonus would be more towards for the fighters and not me yeah Yeah. Try to be humble. <laughs> yeah, yeah, try. The crowd reaction, Frank. The crowd erupted. Like, they were so happy for you. Did that shock you that the crowd was cheering that insane? Like, it was a loud, mm. loud crowd. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was quite shocking, too. Uh, I didn't expect that. I, I know that I have uh, some fans that come in and, and like how I gave up the bonus, but I didn't realize that there is so many people that are that are genuinely happy for me when I got that bonus as well. And I do have to ask Frank, every time I watch one FC, there seems to be one or two ladies that scream like crazy throughout all the fights and all the events. They screamed at yours too. Is there a certain few ladies in the crowd all the time that are like screaming like crazy? Because I can hear them every time. The, uh, yeah, one of them would be uh... One, one, one of the ladies. <laughs> no, no, no. no. Okay. <laughs> one of them would be uh, Kunao, uh, uh, the first super fan uh, bonus received. Yeah, Aww. when uh, yeah, she's she's the first one who got that bonus, and she's always there. She always there every Friday. She always screaming. She she gave out the energy to the whole stadium, and <laughs> there's there's many times right when I was just sitting there and watching. Uh, the athletes are in the ring, and then I just hear her say, "Oh, she's there." Okay, now I can feel like I can work now. Yeah, okay, all right. Scream more, could now scream more, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, and I'm and I'm glad you're telling me it's real because, like, sometimes I'm like, "Is that a fake lady they've got screaming?" But so it's a real person. Uh, Frank, I normally ask a question at the end of the podcast, but because of the way this this interview is going, Rain, I want to ask the question now at the beginning, kind of of our interview. Mm-hmm. Frank, it's a question that my mom used to ask me all the time when I was growing up, like almost every day, and I want to ask it to you. So, Frank, on a scale of one to ten, how happy are you? Hmm. When? In in what context here? <laughs> whatever whatever context you want to take it, just in anything. Uh, I I feel happy. Yeah, I feel quite happy with everything, and uh, definitely with my work. Uh, with One FC, I, I feel very grateful, and uh, it it motivates me to work hard uh, to hear the story of all of these fighters uh, and to be part of it and to deliver those amazing stories to the world. It generally make me feel very happy. Uh, that's amazing, Frank. Mm-hmm. Uh, can I ask your time with One FC? How long have you been with them? Uh, I start with them when we have the first one Friday fight, uh, generally 20th January of this year. So yeah, only, yeah, this year only. Yeah. And so how did you get that gig? Like, that's a very great job. I can only imagine. Mm-hmm. Uh, how, how did you get it? And were you a fan of fighting before? Okay. So one thing is that I'm, I'm, I don't, I'm not a fan of fighting sports at all before this. How I got into uh, translating. I, I never do any translation job yeah. ever yeah. before this. And uh, but I used to be a 
football announcer and futsal announcer here in Thailand. Oh. And, and then I know this producer who came and worked with one and asking me would I be interested in translating for one. So I tried, and then the rest is history. Oh, wow. I mean, how much do you love that guy that hooked you up with that job then? <laughs> I mean, you gave him a yeah. bonus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually, I'm actually, uh, the bonus that I received, I'm, I'm going to share, on, I'm going to buy him uh, drinks. <laughs> Aww, uh, very nice. Very, yeah. nice. very yeah. good. Uh, now, working with 1FC, it's a very respectful organization. Like, they always talk about uh, having respect and honor. And you can really see it in the 1FC athletes way more than we see it here in the West with the UFC athletes that talk trash all the time. It's terrible. Um, that's why I'm getting in fights with people online, right? So Frank, um, can you explain, we've had some one FC athletes on, on here, of course, that have talked about how one FC really promotes respect and honor. Do you see that as a translator? Like, do you see that athletes conduct themselves in a certain way? And is it because of one FC? Uh, I think here in, in one FC, yes, we do, we do definitely, uh, promote, uh, respect, uh, towards each other. Uh, this is a fighting sport. This is fighting entertainment. It's a martial arts. Uh, if if you ever try any martial art, you know it's about uh, improving yourself, be a better version of yourself. It's not about trash talking. Mm -hmm. So working with, with 1FC, we try to promote the story of the hardship. Like every many of the Muay Thai fighters that came and fight uh, for us uh, in the ring, they have amazing story of the struggle they have, they have to get through. And we try to promote those stories to be an inspiration to, to everybody else. And, and if you see every time when uh, at the end of third round, usually Thai fighters or, or even any fighters, they will come in and hug each other. They will kneel down and then, you know, they wide each other really nicely. They, it's, it's like a brotherhood. Yeah, it's not, it's not about try to hurt each, uh, another person, but it's more like, a, uh, yeah, it's more like a sports than anything mm. else. Yeah. That's crazy. It really is beautiful. Now, Frank, you're at the Friday, Friday night fights or Friday, Friday, fights, Friday, Friday night fights. Um, do you see Shatri a lot? Uh, he, no, not, not at all. I think I only ever met him in person three times. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He seems, like, he seems like a very good guy. He seems mm. like he really has a true love for martial arts and a true love for the organization. So, because I know I we normally don't see him there at the Friday night fight. So I was wondering if he's like kind of backstage or whatever. Okay. Mm. Okay. Mm. Uh, mm. Next time you see him, tell him you you want to see him on this podcast. <laughs> okay. Really I really want to talk to Shatri because like, I, I really have a lot of respect for him and I have so many questions about 1FC because he's doing such an incredible thing trying to raise this organization out there. Um, mm. Frank, how are you seeing the crowds out there? Are you seeing people really loving it? Is it getting bigger? Is it like, what's the vibe there? It's hard for us to tell when we're watching it on TV. Uh, so I think the, the crowd is getting bigger there's more uh, new viewers who never watched Muay Thai before actually start watching Muay Thai again. And what 1FC did for 
Muay Thai, it's not it's not about promoting to the world, but one of the things that uh, Chatre said from the beginning is that we try to remove. Uh, there's some stadium that have used to have a gambling problems with Muay Thai fights, uh, so he tried to, you know, remove all of that and uh, also. Just, just even that by itself is really promote fairness to all the fighters and and even the audience as well. It it literally changed everything, and I'm so happy to see that we got a bigger crowd, we got a, a bigger audience uh, day by day. Yeah, uh, that's awesome. Uh, Rain, before we let Frank go, is there any, I know you were going to ask him some professional uh, advice. Yeah. So Frank, being. Uh, someone who uses his voice professionally. Um, are there any um, products that you use to take care of your voice or or any um, special rituals that you do, like you vocalize before you, you know, <laughs> before you tr go up in the cage and translate? Okay. Right. Okay. My secret before I go up every time in the ring is that I drink a lot of coffee. That's how I get my energy up. Oh, you pump. Yeah. <laughs> getting pumped. Yeah, it's getting pumped. And I actually, uh, it's, it's more like product placement, but I have like a lot of cough spray with me. Oh. Like, oh, yeah. So <laughs> wait, so you're taking, you're taking cough spray, like, even though you don't have a cough, you're just doing it like to prevent? To prevent it. Yes. Oh, okay. Mm. Rain, do you do that? Yeah. Well, cause I mean, the thing is, it's not just about preventing the cough. It's to, you know, Soothing your voice yeah. as well. Soothe yeah. Soothing your throat. Yeah. Oh. So Frank though, but you weren't a translator. You weren't like a guy like that. Is it because you knew that from when you were doing your commentating, you would normally do that? Like how do you learn to start spraying this stuff? <laughs> I actually work as a voiceover artist here in Thailand. Like, yeah, almost every day. Yeah. Like I do commercial and stuff. So I use voice like all the time. So yeah, this oh. is my secret. Okay. Actually, I, love I it, Frank. I'm a voiceover artist too. Yeah. Oh, really? I mean, this is why we we connect. Yeah. <laughs> we can we connect over cough spray. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You yeah, drink yeah. green tea too. <laughs> no, no, but I will get on. It. I will get on it next time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Rain, anything else that you want to ask for? And before, uh, sorry, before you do, I'm gonna put up for people at the bottom here. Uh, you can find Frank at at Frank Feels Fine on Instagram, that's where he is. And yeah, Frank, I did see you doing voiceover for like a cat food today. I think I, I pulled that one up. <laughs> right, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Rain, anything that you wanted to ask Frank? Yes, yeah, so for me, I'm just curious, was there ever um, a situation where in, you know, you're in a ring, you're translating something, but then the fighter said something inappropriate and you're like, Oh. Trying to think, do I say this, or how mm. how can I nicely say this, or translate this? Mm -hmm. uh, well, with with a lot of Thai fighters, I think that we are pretty respectful. Mm. I, I never saw or heard uh, anyone who speak anything like disrespectfully towards uh, the opponents or who he want to fight next or anything like that. Uh, yeah, I, I just try to hype it up more. Like when Prachan Chai called out Joseph Rasiri, and uh, he said that don't he 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 basically said like, like just just don't run away from me, Joseph Rasiri. But I hype it up and say don't run away from me, Joseph Rasiri. And then, <laughs> and I actually feel bad. Like okay, Joseph Rasiri, if you ever saw me, uh, 
I was in the mood, and I didn't try to call you up personally. It was for Prachan Chai, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but there's no, a voiceover artist in him. You know, he knows how right. to like, you know, you know, show emotions. Yeah. No, but Frank, that's what I do love about your translation, though, because you do put emotion into it, and it feels like when you're saying it, it feels like the how the fighter would be saying it. So mm. I like that you're saying that, but yeah. So to Rain's point, that's a great question, Rain. No one has ever like sworn or said anything that you had to be like, "Oh, I should change that" or anything. No, no. never. No, never. Yeah. Okay. All right, all right. Good, good, good to know. Good to know. Uh, Rain, anything else for Mr. Frank? No, I just want to say, you know, thank you for joining us today. I know it's late where wherever you are, um, and you know, you're such a humble person. Like just listening to, you know, how you you feel like the fighters deserve more of this bonus and you still can't believe that it happened to you that you received this bonus. And just, you know, I can really tell how nice, genuinely, genuinely nice you are as a person. So thank you. Thank you so thank much you. for joining us. Really appreciate yes, Thank you so much for, ha for having me here too. I'm, I'm really excited for this actually. <laughs> no, no, Frank, I'm so happy, man. Uh, I have two last quick things too, before I give you a last say. One, your hair is always very nice on the show. But it's very different than how you wear it in your normal life, because mm. in the show you always like kind of like, yeah, uh, yeah. I put it up here. Yes, I gel, gel it up here. Yeah, yeah. Right. Is that is that just showman Frank versus regular life Frank? What's the, uh, the main reason is that uh, one of the first few shows uh, I have quite a long hair and. Yeah. At it used to stick into my eyes. So oh. that's why that's why I just put it up there just to prevent it from sticking to my eyes again. Oh. That's all. Yeah. All right, all right. Because you look very different. I will say you like you do look different. When I found you on Instagram, I'm like, wait, is this the same guy? Because it looks a little different. Uh and then last thing I want to say, Frank, did you buy your any but did you buy yourself anything special with the bonus yet? Or do you plan to buy anything special? Right. So um, for that, I didn't buy anything. Okay, one thing that I want uh, to use that bonus on is that I want a new camera. That's all. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. And 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 the rest of the money, I will just keep it. That's all. I, I I have a very low maintenance lifestyle. I don't want anything fancy. Yeah. But with a new camera, I'm I'm a geek, so a new camera would be great. <laughs> Very nice, Frank. Well, I, I mean, get yourself the best camera life can can get because, I mean, you deserve it, man. And that bonus, hey, look, that bonus came out of nowhere. You weren't expecting it. So definitely treat yourself, Frank. Uh, you know, you're an Asian guy. I'm an Asian guy. We're, we're taught to be very cheap, right? Like, uh, you I know. know, I'm Asian too. I'm very, very cheap. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'll, like I'll see a video game and it's like $5 and my wife is like, oh, you're going to buy it? I'm like, I'm going to wait till it goes on sale. You know, and it's five bucks, right? But that's just how we are. Frank, treat yourself to something nice. I want to see you treat yourself. Uh, before you. Before we let you go, is there anything that you would like to say to the fans, viewers, and listeners of the podcast? Uh, well, if, if you guys, uh, like my translation, you can follow me on Instagram and, uh, and for all the fans out there, I will try to maintain the quality of translation and uh, emotion, uh, for as long as I can do this. <laughs> That's awesome. Frank, Frank, I, I really appreciate you having on the podcast. You, it was an absolute pleasure to have you on. Thank you for accommodating us too, because the time schedule is so weird as well. But uh, thank you so much. And uh, I can't wait to keep watching you every Friday. 
uh, as you keep doing your thing, keep kicking butt. And again, when you see Shatri, tell him to come to the Fight Insight podcast. I will. I will. Thank you so okay. much, Frank. Thank you. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye, Frank. See ya. Bye. All right, Rain. There you go. Oh, man. What a cool dude. I know. I know. It's such an honor to finally get to speak with Frank and, you know, his energy, his positivity. It's just, yeah. I love it. I love it. You know. Cool, cool dude. Humble. Very nice. Uh, and um, just such a good guy. Like, he's just doing such a good thing. And, like, just seeing him with that emotion. We've talked about it way too many times. But what a good guy this guy is. Uh, yeah. So again, guys, if you're here watching this podcast because of Frank, thank you so much. Please follow and subscribe to us at Fight Insight Podcast. We're on episode 147. So we've got like a lot of episodes you can catch up on that will definitely take you into the new year. Rain, I do want to give a quick shout out to friends of the podcast. So Rageworks Podcast Network. Thank you to them. We're on their network. So rageworksnetwork.com. You can find our podcast there in audio format as well as many others that you will enjoy. Uh, Two former guests are fighting this week at UFC. We've got Bobby King Green, my absolute favorite fighter of all time. He fights this weekend in the co-main event against Jalen Turner. So good luck to Bobby King Green. And Rain, Julia Raging Panda Avila. She's been on our podcast long, long ago. She was going to come on our podcast after she got the title, but then she had a baby. She's now making her return from her maternity leave, and she's fighting Misha Tate this weekend. So Ooh. Raging Panda is going to kick some butt, and it puts her right back into title contention. And I do hope to have her on the podcast very soon as well, because she's I, I'm a huge fan of hers, and I'm so excited for her. So that is that. And of course, our guest that we are going to speak to in a few minutes he is fighting this weekend at UNF, and Rain is going to be announcing at UNF this weekend. Rain, how excited are you for that? Oh, my God. I'm super excited. You know, I woke up this morning, and I was like, oh, my God, this is fight week. Ah! <laughs> but I'm not cutting weight or, like, you know, excited to eat more food. No, I'm just keep eating food until, you know, Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> but, no, I'm really, really excited just uh, to know that, I get to have the opportunity again to announce these fighters at Up Next Fighting, UNF 14. Ah, so excited. And uh, where can people hit hit it up? Where can people find it just so that uh, we let them know now? Yeah, so if you guys um, want to get tickets, go to upnextfighting.com or you can check us out on Instagram at upnextfighting for more information. Boom, yeah, do that, make sure. And so now, Rain, let's go right into our second guest of the evening. We have Mr. Gianni Vasquez, but let me give a little uh, promo here. So our second guest today, he is the current reigning and defending UNF flyweight champion. He makes his first title defense this weekend, December 2nd, at the Commerce Casino in Los Angeles, California. He's a man that went viral earlier this year for a very crazy referee blunder, which I'm going to talk to him a little bit about, but that did not stop him from coming back and claiming gold. We're very proud to have him here today. Rain, you wanted to have him here. He's he's from your neck of the woods. Please welcome. Gianni Kryptonita Vasquez. Hi, guys. Hey, hey Gianni, how are you? 
Hey, what's up, man? Good. I'm doing good. How are you guys? Not bad, good. my friend. Not bad. Do you mind? Are you on your cell phone? Do you mind turning it sideways? Is it possible? Oh, okay. I'm yeah, so sorry. It will just make you look uh, bigger on the screen. There mm, we go. Let me see. Yeah. Perfecto. You're too handsome not to have like your full face here. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, man. Thank you. Got to get more Gianni on the screen, man. Uh, you are uh, the champion, Gianni. Yes, How are sir. you feeling? I feel good, man. Um, I just feel like uh, really excited about this fight, and um, I can't wait, you know, to put on the show Saturday night for all the people again. Yeah, Gianni, you put on a crazy fight at UNF the last one when you won the title. I mean, it was a beautiful fight. The body work that you did, I was really impressed with that, like going to the body and really stopping your opponent. Um, it was your first fight in UNF. Yes, sir. Rain, Rain is the ring announcer at UNF. So I want to ask you, how do you like the UNF organization as a whole? I really like it, man. Uh, they, they, they really good, like... Uh to organize everything on time. Everything they say is, is pretty much like uh, on the schedule. It's like pretty much like a setup perfect because like uh, the times they, they say they do it. And I like that, you know, I like to be there on time and I like to be there like uh, the things work at, as the time they, they, they say, because like I have a schedule for my diet during and after weigh-ins and all that stuff. And then, uh, I really like that they respect the time so I can do all my stuff uh, the same. And then um, I really like the, the the vibe the people give. The fans out there, they go crazy. And then uh, I, I like the, the setup of the show. It's really like a professional. And like the promoter is like really cool, cool guy. And all the stuff is like really nice. So I like the promotion, man. Uh, of course, I, I love this like uh, close here where I live. In California, and then uh, it's perfect for me. You know, I like to give in like uh, my people what they want, and then uh, I like to have my people there, and then going to see me. Yeah, it's awesome. And let me let me say, Gianni, when I said to Rain, I said, "Look, who should we get from UNF to come on the podcast to promote UNF 14?" I said, "Who's the good fighter to bring?" Rain, right away, you said, "Get Gianni Vasquez." Yeah. Because it's like Why? when I first met him, I felt like, you know, he he's he has this great story to share. And at the same time, I remember seeing his fight um, at UNF, uh, UNF 12, right? Um, and yeah, I, I just remember being blown away and, you know, announcing him afterwards as the winner. I was so happy for him because the crowd was really, they were hyped up during that fight, you know? and. Um, you know, I remember announcing him and he was one of those fighters who felt the energy as I was announcing them. So, you know, I, ah, I, I really enjoyed, you know, announcing you and then seeing you fight. And then, you know, I told Tim, I was like, Hey, get Gianni, bring him to the show. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for the, for the opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, Gianni, uh, you've worked, you, you fought for like many, many different promotions around. Like you fought for a whole bunch of them. Now here you are, you've got the gold, you defend it on Saturday and still champion yes, Jeremy Vasquez. When that happens, what's next for you after this fight? Uh, I mean, uh, everybody's been talking about it and it's not a secret. They're like, uh, 
we're looking for the big show, the UFC, you know, and then uh, it's not a secret, you know, that like I've been around in the game for a long time and then I've been fighting in like a lot of different promotions and then I've been fighting the best guys all over the place and I've been asking for those fights, you know, so um, we're not here just to like uh, be part, we're, we're here like to take over and then uh, I prove it last time when I make my debut and up next and then I'm going to prove it again the I'm in another level and then I'm ready to go to the big show. So uh, I'm just happy to be part of up next and then uh, use the platform as like uh, putting myself up there, you know, in the eyes of a lot of people. Nice, nice. And uh, Gianni, you have, I do want to say, you have some paintings in the background that look like it's got names written on them. Is this your house? Yeah, it's, it's my apartment. It says hope, faith, and love. You know? oh, oh, okay, nice. It's oh, I didn't like know. Decoration. Oh, nice, nice. And so, who do you, where do you train, and uh, who do you train with? I train out of uh, Timo Yama. That's my uh, uh, main gym. Uh, I have my head coach, Colin Oyama, and then uh, I do my jiu-jitsu at Checkmat Sanana with uh, my professor Russell, and then Checkmat Habra with uh, Lucas Leach. And also, I work. Uh, my wrestling with uh, Justin Flores down San Diego. I go with them, with him doing some judo wrestling, and then um, working on my on my boxing hands with a uh, raw talent boxing here in Santa Ana too. So I kind of all over the place. Of course, we do a strength conditioning with a uh, coach Lou, and then um, we have to cover all the areas. You know, like mm-hmm. this is like a tough game, and then uh, we gotta be prepared for everything. You, we just know like uh, strikers. Oh, we just no grapplers. We just like MMA fighters, and then we cover all the areas. Yeah, that's awesome, man. I love that. I love hearing that you're like all over the place, like developing your skills. I do want to say, Gianni, when I was looking at your record, there was a period when you had lost. I think it was three in a row, and after that, boom! Now you've taken your 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 career to another level. You've just been on a good streak, fighting well, doing well, getting that title. What? changed in you that you were able to rebound from from that period and then really like refocus your career i feel like um to be honest um those three losses in the row like two were in mexico and then one was here in the u.s and then uh, that was my first loss in the u.s and then um it was like uh i was coming straight from mexico and then i mm. just had like striking and some jiu-jitsu but i didn't know anything about like wrestling and then uh i mean we have lucha libre you know in mexico but yeah. that's totally different you know like we just fly around like jump on top of people but like we accept the takedown pretty much and then uh so i was losing against that uh, people that has like a pretty like a good takedown and then um so since i came to the u.s i've been working in, on my wrestling and, and it's been like seven years you know it's been seven years like doing wrestling in the u.s and then uh it's been like four years and a half working with uh justin flores uh my wrestling judo which like that one is the one that changed my game because um since uh 2019 i started working with him nobody's taking me down and then if that happened nobody hold me down as soon as i hit the ground i get up and then since that happened also i've been taking people down which like i'm not a wrestler you know but we can wrestle now and then um, 
that was a big part for me, you know, like became a full-time fighter here in the U.S., uh, be part of like a MMA gym here also, because in Mexico I was just a straight Muay Thai gym, and then I was doing a straight Jiu-Jitsu and then boxing, that's it. But like right now here, I'm kind of doing a little something similar where I go do boxing and stuff like that, but my head coach at Timo Yama put everything together. You know, he's the one that right. make me do the things together and then make me like a complete MMA fighter and then show me how to to like uh, combine all the things. And then, like I said, uh, you know, like, I don't know, I would say like Usman, you know, I'll probably not be the best wrestler in the game, but I'm the best MMA fighter. And then right. I know how to put things together and I know how to take advantage and I know time and place for every single thing that I know. And then that was the, the game, uh, how how my game changed. And then I started like taking over. Nice, man. Wow. I love it. Do you train? Uh, and I do have to ask, of course, do you train with any UFC fighters or anything like that that are helping you along? Yeah, of course. Like uh, for my last camp and this camp, um, Ricky Simon is one of my main partners. If oh, not, nice. he's my main partner, Ricky, Ricky Simon. He's in the UFC. Awesome. Uh Last time, uh, Alex Perez came to help me out. So that's like my main two guys. Beautiful. Like, cause okay. they're like close to my weight class. Like Alex Perez is 25 and yeah. then Ricky Simon is like 35. So, and they're like top five and top 10 in the UFC. Yeah, so, yeah. That's good. You know, we're, man. Getting, no. we're getting yeah. a really good looks uh, for high people. And yeah. then uh, I have also a lot of teammates like Fernando Padilla. I have uh, Roberto Romero, which that guy is not in the UFC, but he will be soon. And okay. then that guy is a monster. And then we, we have a bunch of killers right now up and coming uh, in the Timo Yama. And like Sane, I mean, Gregor. We have like a bunch of guys up there. Like uh, Elias Garcia, he was in the UFC. And then right now he's like 10 and 2. He just won a title in uh, Manchester, and then uh, he's one of my main partners too, because he's same weight class me. And then uh, we're all just trying to push each other and then get to the to the big level. And then like uh, you know, it's just a bunch of killers. When you you train with people like that, like of course you're gonna get better. Jiu Jitsu wise, I'm training at Checkmat, where I have like a bunch of like uh, world champions, and then just kicking my ass every single practice at Jiu Jitsu. And then like that's how you get better, you know. Like, yeah, you yeah. don't want to be the, the, the big brother in the in the room. You want to get your ass kicked, and then that's how you're mm -hmm. going to improve mm -hmm. your game. I don't really agree with that, Gianni, because I am a non-professional fighter. And when I was boxing <laughs> on the weekend, I went to partner up with some guy that was brand new so that I could just beat him up all day. And it made me feel really good about myself. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is about confidence, bro. Everything is yeah. about confidence. So, <laughs> like, And then on martial arts, it's about, like, uh, the way I see it, martial arts is not like about be a badass fighter, you know, it's about be confident. So mm. the longer it builds your confidence, you're good, you know, because that's all matters. You know, like you can be a yeah. uh, uh, like skill set good, but like if mindset, you're not there, like you're not going to make it happen. You know, sometimes we make ugly fights, but we make it happen and, and we can work technical too and then make it happen. But yeah, that was for you, man. That's <laughs> you get your confidence, you're gonna be dangerous. Trust me. There you go. There you go. Uh, Rain, did you have anything that you wanted to ask, Mr. You know, I love that he talked about you know, if you have the skill set, but if you don't have the mindset, then you know, then that's not gonna work for you. Because I remember, um, when I when I saw him fight at UNF 13, 
his opponent had so many fans, you know, and, and, and it's, it's crazy as to how, you know, I was just thinking in my head, I was like, Oh my God, like his opponent had so many fans. They're like cheering for this guy. And like, he's just like there to do business. And he looks so confident in the cage and he got the job done. And then now I'm seeing how confident John, I mean, I saw how confident he was before, but like, like just hearing that statement from him, you know, you have to have this, you're not, it's not just about the skill set, but also the mindset. I love that. I love that statement from you, Johnny. Um, so for me, you mentioned you, you're a full-time fighter here in the U S um, how about in Mexico? Were you a full-time fighter in Mexico too? Uh, I mean, I say I'm full-time fighter here, but like, no, I have a, I have a job and I do mm -hmm. some stuff like that, you know, but, like, but I, uh, the good thing about right now, they like, uh, I manage my own job is that like, mm. I can, I can do all my, my training sessions the way I want. For example, this week, I'm going to take it off maybe since mm. Wednesday and then no more work until the fight night, you know, but in Mexico, it was, uh, I was working, um, as a lawyer. Because mm -hmm. I left uh, college one, two, two semesters before finish. I was in college four years, and then I was I was a lawyer, so I was working as a lawyer. I was still in college, and then I was fighting and doing some other business. I'm always I, I'm kind of a hustler, and I always like to do business. You know, like whatever you wanna try to get, I will get you. And that was my thing in Mexico. You know, like I was just <laughs> with the friends and like, hey, whatever you look for, I'm the man doesn't matter what you need like so i will get you but yeah and then here in the u.s like uh, i teach private lessons i teach some group classes and then uh, i i do some other stuff here and there but like uh, uh I'm, I'm really thankful that like uh, i can manage my time and then i be on my practice every single time because uh, for me it's more important practice than other stuff you know like mm. uh, we're not here like um I, I left my, my whole life in Mexico like seven years ago to pursue my, my dream. And then uh, I'm not here to collect some pennies, you know, I'm here to, to collect the, the big, big bag. And then uh, we're doing it. Damn right, man. Yes, Gianni, I love it. I, I, I really love it. Rain, anything to else you want to ask him before I ask my final question? You know, Gianni, um, I don't know if you remember this, but I told Timmy B about this, but you were the first fighter who um when i was announcing you you walked up to me and you had your hand your your fist up like this and i was like oh my god he's gonna give me the fist bump oh my god this is gonna happen so i had my hand up like this and you got closer and i got closer and i think we were just both like we're not sure if we were gonna do this <laughs> and so we didn't do it so were you gonna give me a fist bump yes for sure for sure i was just like enjoying so much that moment when you were announcing my name because like uh, i remember the day before we kind of spoke a little bit at the wings and then um like it's, it's like it's, it's something like uh cool you know like to meet up uh people like you for example that i met you the day before and the day of the show like uh, i see you performing and announcing my name is like something different because you can feel how it changed the personality you know, the, the big monster come out of yourself. And then uh, I feel the energy and I was feeling the energy too. Cause like, as soon as I came out from the backstage and then they put my music and I, I started feeling the energy. And then when you start announcing my name, I was like, hell yeah, tonight is my night. You know, I know what it's gonna take over for me and then uh, away for me. So I was so excited and I saw you and I was like, I was just kind of like, you know, that anxious about like, making the fees but the, like you say i didn't i i wasn't sure but i was like 
I was just like in the inside. I was like, "Fuck yeah, tonight is my night." So, but for sure, Saturday night we we will do it. We will do a, a fist. There you go. Yeah, because I wasn't yeah. sure because I was like, "Oh my god, I think we're gonna do fist bump," but I didn't want to do it because like, what if you like you know pull your fist away and it's like, oh, it's gonna look bad on me. No, 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 no. We will do it. Don't worry. Like I, I really like the energy. Just bring the energy, please, because uh, we're gonna make it happen again. You will see. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> Johnny, uh, here's the here's the thing. Obviously, I'm in Toronto, Canada, so I will not be there. But definitely, I need you to to get a photo together after. I want a photo with Gianni and Ringside Rain, please. I, I want a photo of you guys together celebrating. Uh, Gianni, I'm going to ask you one final question before I before I turn it over to you for any last words that you want. But I'm going to ask you. It's something that my mom used to ask me all the time when I was growing up. So I want to ask it to you. Gianni Vasquez, on a scale of one to ten, how happy are you? Bro, I'm ten. I'm twenty. I'm hundred. Like, oh. all you right. Can't imagine how happy I am. Like, I love my job and I love what I do, and then I love this moment right now that you guys give me this opportunity. So, like, uh, that's why I was born for, you know. So, would you say you were probably a twenty out of ten before, but then now that you're on the Fight Insight podcast, it's a hundred? Yes, sir. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Good, yeah, answer, Johnny. Good answer, Johnny. Uh, Johnny, you seem like such a great guy. I'm going to put the photo up here so that people see it. But of course, it's on your Instagram at Gianni Vasquez MMA. There you are, Vasquez versus Reyes. The UFC flyweight title belt is on the line. It is uh, Saturday, December the 2nd at the Commerce Casino. Everybody's got to go out and see it. Everybody's got to get the pay-per-view. Rain. Yeah. First of all, I just want to say I feel like you just manifested for Gianni because he said UFC flyweight title on the line. You just manifested for Gianni. I'm just saying. There you go. There you go. I love it. I love it. I love it. In a few years, in a few years, we're gonna have you on this podcast and we'll be talking about you defending the UFC flyweight title. But this is the UFC. We will we're gonna be talking about like UFC for sure for sure. Damn straight, damn straight we will, my friend. Um, is there anything that you want to say to the fans, viewers, and listeners of the podcast before we let you go? I just want to say thank you, you know, uh, for you guys to give me this opportunity to be in the show. Thank you um, to open this, like, uh, spots for the fighters because, like, uh, we're not anything without, like, you guys, without the fans. And then uh, I just want to thank to everybody who has been helping me this camp, all my teammates, all my coaches, all my family, all my friends. And then I always say thank you to my sponsors, but, like, they know they're not my sponsors. They're just my family, <laughs> you know? They're my family. So, like, they know, like, uh, we're a team. And then people say they like, uh, this is like a, a sport that you do alone. But, no, everything matters. And then when I go up there Saturday night, I'm going to put on the show for everybody. And as always, I'm going to promise the fight of the night. I'm going to promise the performance of the night. And then, like before, I'm down to die. But I'm going to beginning fight till the end and then i'm down to like take whatever it takes to to keep the belt in, in, in this chest that's right gianni and gianni thank you so much for coming to the podcast i didn't have time to talk to you about that thing that happened to you before but we will talk about that again like with that whole like the injury thing and stuff from early in the year but we'll talk about it the next time you come on the podcast right now i want to focus on just positivity just you defending that title, kicking ass this weekend. Thank you so much for coming here. On no, thank fight. you. I appreciate it a lot. 
I really appreciate it. Yeah, Thank you so much. Tell all your friends and family to watch this podcast so they can support you. We got to get the message out that Gianni is the next big thing in the flyweight division around the yeah, world. Yeah, for right? sure. I'm coming. You're coming, man. All right, Gianni, have a good one, my friend. We'll talk to you, you again too, soon guys. and have a great Thank fight. You. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. All right, Rain. There's your man. Yeah. I forgot. So he's the guy, the first pro fights. When that first time that you announced pro fights, Gianni was on that card, and Gianni was the guy that almost fist bumped you, but you got too nervous. I know it was yeah. like that. Focus, yeah. right? focus in the future. <laughs> be confident, confident. You know? See, I love what he said. You gotta, you know, it's not just a skill set; it's the mindset too. So you it's know what? Mindset. You know what? Hey, you and F fighters this weekend. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. Give me that fist bump. <laughs> yeah, and no, and no stupid weak wrist. No, Strong I'm gonna practice wrist. my. Yeah, practice, practice. Uh, Rain, what a good guy. Thank you so much for uh, suggesting him because that's a really good kid. Uh, his fights, I, I, I was researching as much as I could about him. His fights look fantastic. I mean, the UNF fight, I had watched it before. That was a crazy fight, but I watched it again. And just like the body work he did, everything so well-rounded, like he said. And it's so cool to hear that he's like training at all different places to up his skills. I think yeah. that's so, so important. Yeah. You know, like that is so important that you go around and fight. And I love that he's fighting with UFC, training with UFC fighters, because that shows you the level. You know what I mean? Like there's yeah. different levels to this game and, and you have to realize what it is. So I'm so happy for him. So proud of him. Uh, what a great guy. I, I really like him. So that's great. Yeah. And it's like just to hear about how he trains, how he wants to learn, you know, yeah. not just like one, uh, not how he wants to um, focus not on just one thing, right? He wants to learn yeah. everything just so he can, um, he can, he's an artist, he's a mixed martial artist. So he wants to yeah. learn all these things that way, whatever, you know, comes up on his way. It's like, hey, I know how to handle this. Yeah. So he's very determined and I can see him, you know, up in the big leagues, you know, at yeah. UFC one day. Of course, of course. And so uh, if you're here watching because of Gianni, thank you very much. Go follow and subscribe to us at Fight Insight Podcast. You can find all our podcasts on uh, anywhere you can podcast, but YouTube, Spotify, whatever. You'll find us everywhere. So thank you so much. Um, Rain, two great, great guys today on the podcast, right, with Frank and Gianni. But I do want to say, um, I did want to comment very quickly on a couple of things. I know we don't have a lot of time, but I'm just going to comment really quickly. There's a lot of drama and crap going on, mostly because of Sean Strickland. Are you talking about the ring video? I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> no not that one. What is, okay, hold on. There's the ring video of outside his house that some guy's in his car. What is that? I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I was so confused. Like, why does the guy go in his driveway between the two cars? Do you know? I have no idea. I I, okay, I, I couldn't figure that out. What I'm talking about is, um, I'm trying to remember the things that I, I, I definitely want to say. He he calls out and he makes some comments about Ian Gary and Ian Gary's wife. Did you hear about this stuff? No. Okay. So Ian Gary is the guy that we talked about, the guy that was flipping off the middle finger. When we had Derek Clark from FLA on, we were oh. showing a video of that guy that was like being so rude and whatever. I just don't like this guy, right? He's married to a woman who is older than him. I don't know how much older. Sean Strickland says he's 26 and she's 40. 
He also says that her ex-husband lives with them and is his nutritionist. And there, and the other story is that Ian Gary took her last name. So that's why he's now Ian Machado Gary, because he took her last name. Anyways, Sean, has your husband taken your last name yet, Rain? No, no. no. <laughs> I didn't even take his. <laughs> I did not take my wife's last name. It is a weird thing. But anyways, there's a story behind it. Uh, but Sean goes after him quite a bit uh, online, which is causing some controversy. And then, um, because his wife, who is a, like a sports reporter or something or something in Argentina or whatever, I don't know any of the details really, but she was something like, she was like a news personality or something. And, um, back then, I guess she wrote a book and you can find it on Amazon called how to be a wag and wag stands for women's women and girlfriends of like professional athletes. So it was like an 11 page book. Mm. I guess it's a pamphlet, but it's an 11 page book that you can buy that I guess tries to teach women how to be an athlete's wife or girlfriend. Like Which how to handle do. athletes? What's that? How to handle them or like the pressure of like dating someone famous, I guess, or... No, see, again, you're way too positive, Rain. I think it's kind of like a book for gold diggers. Oh! Like how to that. snag one. How to snag one. Okay. How? Okay. I think. When I read a little bit of the descriptions and stuff, it's like, hey, wouldn't you like to be like Victoria Beckham? And it's like, well, Victoria Beckham was famous before, stupid. But anyway, so it's kind of like, how can you be the wife or girlfriend of a famous athlete? Oh, Okay. So he like goes all in on him and then Ian Gary's, I think Ian Gary's wife or, or Ian Gary himself messages Sean and says, you better stop this or I'm going to sue you. Like there's weird drama stuff going on. So I want to get into it later, but I wanted to know had you heard about it or, or anything. Uh, it's just weird stuff, man. Sean Strickland going crazy. And, um, and then the, the other thing that's weird is this is where I, at the top of the show you said that uh, I was getting uh, murdered online? Um, yeah. You know that girl Nina Marie. You know the uh, like she like does interviews. Young girl. She's like kind of the only girl you really see interviewing people. Anyways. Okay. Anyways, she does these interviews and she always asks like kind of weird questions or something. I don't really follow her too much. If you guys follow her, leave comments in, 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 in the videos or, or message us on Instagram. What's your take on this? But anyway, she interviews people with like weird, like she'll say weird questions or she'll say like slightly inappropriate things. And she's a good looking girl and whatever. So she kind of like goes like a more sexual angle, I guess. Mm -hmm. So she releases a clip of her interviewing Sean Strickland and she's saying something about gray matter in the brain or whatever and then sean and then sean says hey can you just shut up for a bit nobody cares about what you think or what you say they just want to look at your boobs and she posts it online where i guess because it is funny i guess but so i wrote i go this is kind of degrading and then bleh, i get a billion people telling me that I'm a, a wimp and a blah, 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 and a whatever. And I'm like, yeah, but go ask your wife or your girlfriend yeah. or your 
daughter if that's degrading like and i know sean might be saying it in an ironic way um to make commentary on how bad society is because i know he talks about that too so like he's not oblivious to the way society is but when you release a clip like that and there's all these like thousands of moron like douchebag guys cheering it on I don't think they're seeing beyond, haha, yeah, tell that girl that's all we care about. And the problem is you're kind of pandering to those people. And then the girl herself posting that, like having that as a clip. Like, I don't know why you would want that to be something that you're popular for. Like, thing. I don't know. What's your take on this one? Um, I think my take on that one is, you know, unfortunately, that is, you know, how women are viewed sometimes, right? We're in, it's like, oh, we don't care about really what you're saying. We just care about, you know, how you look. And that is, that is really sad. Um, and I think, you know, posting that clip, I think it's just, it's more of like a reflection of how society is. Um, I don't think, you know, I think that clip is going to go out there no matter what, whether she posts it or not. So might as well post it, you know? Um, yeah. But, you know, to me, it's like, well, you could hold on, but you could have edited that out before you released it at all. True. If but... you were, right? You're doing that interview. And I I don't know why I think this, but I feel like her husband is the guy videoing. Maybe not. I, that can't be oh. right. Uh -huh. I mean, God help me if that's right. But but you no. still release that. Like if you record, like if, if something happens with us and then Gianni you know, like make some rude comment to you. Not that he would, because Gianni's a humble gentleman. But if let's say a guest of ours made some sort of rude comment to you, Rain, I think I would edit that out. I wouldn't leave that as like clickbait. Yeah, yeah. No matter how funny it is, it's still a respect thing. Yeah, and um, and that's the thing. Like you, know, you, you mentioned the keyword there, clickbait. Um, and you know. People will do anything to promote stuff on social media. People will do anything to catch, you know, people's attention. Our attention span, it's not really that good anymore, you know. So whatever yeah. has like the high views, you know, high number of comments, people will navigate towards that, right? And, um, you know, and a perfect example is if that clip didn't really become uh, controversial, I guess, we wouldn't be talking about it right now. You know, and I think that's yeah. the purpose of posting it is to promote, you know, because think about it this way. If someone just promotes, oh, yeah, we have Sean Strickland right now. La, la, la. We're going to interview him, whatever. You know, Sean Strickland has done so many interviews, so many interviews right. that yeah. what would make this one different again from those other interviews? Guess what? Why don't we post something that's like, you know what? Oh, this is something funny that happened during this interview. Right. Let's post this. And, you know. Now people are going to wonder, you know, when did this segment happen? You know, how did they end up talking about this? You know, so um, they know what they're doing, you know, and and I and unfortunately, it's at the expense of, you know, a woman. Right. Um, but unfortunately, that's how society is, too. But if you think about it this way, it could be. It could be the other way around, too. We're in, you know, um, the person interviewing Sean Strickland. Uh, would kind of say something that's kind of like, I don't want to say derogatory, but, you know, something that's either derogatory and funny towards, you know, men, like something stereotypical about men. And, you know, would that be funny too? Uh, would that be disrespectful to men? Um, you know, because it could go either way. 
Yeah, no, definitely. I'm not saying. Yeah, definitely. I, I just think like overall professionalism. And then if we lead into it, there was a horrible clip of where the now interim heavyweight UFC champion is having an interview with her and says something horrible sexual to her. Did you see this one? No, I did not. Okay, look up Tom Aspinall, Nina, and you'll see a terrible, terrible clip. And I and I was writing on that one too, going, what the fuck? Like, and I don't understand because, you know, like, and then so people coming at me like, oh, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, go, I think I just said this, but go ask your wife or girlfriend if that's okay. Like, I don't understand. Like, it's also the thing too, is like when she's doing that, Here's the kicker. She's doing that for like uh, her own clicks or whatever for her own popularity. But also you got to look at the broader scale like that definitely now sets a tone as to who the next famous girl is going to be. The next famous girl has to again be someone who's going to do shit like this because that's what now people are expecting because you've now changed that bar. And I only say that like and I posted this on our Twitter is that like Megan Alevi would never be caught dead in any of this shit. Mm -hmm, mm. Megan Alevi being like a classy, classy UFC reporter for, you know, since forever. But she's all class, all business, all whatever. And people love her, but she didn't need to do that to get famous. So it's just a really sad reflection of society where like this is the person that's getting famous. And this is the person that seems to be like on the next, uh, what do you call it? Like like in the next uh, rotation to be the next thing. Mm, mm. It's like, but that's how you're doing it. And then it's like, how's that going to be for the next person or the person below you or for your daughter? Like, you know what I mean? It's just weird to me. Like, I don't know. Right? It's uh, like society is doomed, Rain. That's where I'm getting. I mean, there's, you know, a group of people who, you know, like product A and like product B. Right. Yeah. There's always like, um, you know, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Someone would think, hey, that's like, you know, professional or, or someone would think, oh, you know, that's, you know, this is what I want to see because, you know, I'm seeing yeah. more. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. To tie it back to our guest, I mean, like, I don't see 1FC doing anything like that ever. Like, I feel like 1FC would shut that down and go, no, 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 this is not the way that our product is going to be presented mm -hmm. or replaced or whatever. Mm -hmm. We know Dana is all about free speech and stuff like that. But at some point, you still have to go like, okay, but where are we going with this? Like, how far are we going to push this? So, I don't know. Leave a comment or, or message me. Let me know what you think about whether that whole Nina thing is like down, like down your alley. And then are you able to think beyond just, oh, this is entertaining for me now? Like, what about like the future? What about where this goes? Like, that's what I'm thinking as like an old man. I'm looking at this as a sport that we're trying to grow. You know, like, where do you want that? We had the girl, Brain, the girl that was in BKFC Thailand that like flashed her boobs after she won. Oh. <laughs> and we were really close to having her on the podcast. And honestly, I I paused. Like, after that happened, I'm like, oh, I don't like. You know what I mean? I don't know. And then, then, then there's fan, uh, there's friends of the podcast that when I did post some comments about the shaking the butt one, the twerking one, mm -hmm. there were some like, 
former guests of the podcast, former co-hosts of the podcast that commented going, hey, let her do her thing, blah, blah, blah. You were okay with it, whatever. It's everybody's got like a different thing on this, but uh, yeah, very, very strange. Anyways, uh, I think next week, I don't know who our guest is going to be yet. Um, if we don't have a guest, I wanted to go delve more into the Ian Gary thing instead and just go down this road and see what the hell's going on with the whole story because it's funny as heck uh, and it's weird as anything. Um, could you? Is imagine? this like an open invite then to all the fighters who are listening to Fight Inside yeah, Podcast like right now? That if you want to be on Fight Inside <laughs> Podcast, send us a DM right now. Yeah, get in on Bye. this. I do have someone, Rain, but they want to do the podcast at 5 a.m. Because of where they live and stuff like that. Is that 5 a.m. your time or 5 a.m. my time? 5 a.m. my time ring. Don't even go to sleep that day. So <laughs> 5 a.m. my time they want to do. It's because they're in uh, wherever they live. And then they it on their Instagram, I'm not even talking to them. I'm talking to their people. Okay. Like they've got like managers and stuff running things. So they're like, I propose sometimes. And then they propose sometimes back. Because it was so funny. I I didn't know where they were. And then I proposed the time. And I said, uh, oh, what about this? And they go, oh, that's like midnight. Um, his time, how about this? And then the time they propose is my 5 a.m. I'm like, <laughs> you know what? I'll do it. I'll do I mean, it. Mean, no big deal. I mean, geez, Louise. Anyway, so Rain, uh, next week we will see what happens. Frank Andrew is already messaging me saying thank you so much for being on the podcast. So this dude is so nice, man. Uh, I love him. And uh, Rain, I guess that's it. You will be at unf 14 guys go check out rain and of course rain how is this going before we go i do have to obviously put this up but your birthday is coming up <gasps> yes my birthday is coming up you guys so please 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 help me celebrate my birthday by participating in my birthday donation drive to benefit second chances rescue which is the uh, rescue group where I, where I adopted my dogs, Joey and Professor. There's three different ways to participate. Uh, please go on my Instagram, at Ringside Rain, uh, rescuing dogs and helping animals. It's, it's, a, it's a cause that's really dear to my heart. So please help me help the animals, the dogs of Second Chances Rescue. Yeah, that's beautiful, Rain. We should have said that to Frank and he could have given you some of his <laughs> Damn it uh all right rain we're out of here guys thank you so much for watching please uh follow subscribe and we'll see you next week rain it was a pleasure as always great job and uh thanks for recommending gianni no problem see you guys at unf 14. all right thank you rain